You're listening to the Quince podcast. One nation but different prices for the same COVID-19 vaccine and a whole lot of confusion. Ahead of the rolling out of phase 3 of India's immunization strategy that opens up vaccination for all citizens above the age of 18 starting 1st May, a big debate has erupted over the different price categories set for the center, the state and private hospitals for the same Covishield and Covaxin shots. Even as the country is facing a vaccine shortage, under phase 3 the government has now allowed both the vaccine manufacturers to release 50% of their production into the open market and sell it to states and private hospitals at a pre-decided cost. And so, Serum Institute that manufactures Covishield has decided to sell vaccine shots at rupees 400 per dose to states and rupees 600 per dose to private hospitals, while Covaxin's manufacturer Bharat Biotech will be selling one dose for rupees 600 to the states and rupees 1200 per dose to private hospitals. and all the while the center will be buying the exact same shots for rupees 150 and the one question that many people are asking is why the different pricing if you're so hard pressed for vaccination right now given the exponential rise in infections in the second wave many experts say that the need of the art is to vaccinate vaccinate and vaccinate and undoubtedly by increasing the eligibility criteria phase 3 intends to do exactly that but at a time when the objective should be to vaccinate as many people as quickly as possible with limited doses differential pricing and a great deal of power for private players there are a lot of concerns about how successful this vaccine strategy will be so what are the criticisms about this vaccine strategy and what would have made for a better plan to discuss these issues i spoke to mr praveen chakravarty a political economist and senior office bearer of the Congress party and Ms Anjula Taneja inequality campaign lead at Oxfam India You're tuned in to the big story the podcast where we dissect the headline making news for you and I'm your host Shorbri Now, so far the vaccine strategy was centralized and streamlined. The center was acquiring vaccine shots and providing it free of cost. The first vaccine shots as we know went to frontline workers and health workers from January 16 earlier this year. The second group to get vaccinated were senior citizens and only those people under 45 who have comorbidities. And as the government received a lot of criticism recently for downplaying the second wave and allowing for election rallies and the kumbh mela gathering to happen even as the country was battling a spike in infections on 19th April the center announced that all citizens above the age of 18 would be eligible for vaccine shots from 1st May and that vaccines would now also be available in the open market To clarify the strategy for you the government will continue to buy 50% of Covishield and Covaxin shots at rupees 150 and continue to vaccinate people above 45 years of age free of cost and they will also allocate doses to states depending on which state has how much infection rate but additionally as vaccine manufacturers release 50% of their supply into the open market states and private hospitals can buy their own vaccines at a different rate and a higher rate as i've mentioned and simultaneously vaccinate the remaining population so instead of a linear strategy what we have right now are three different avenues for vaccination central hospitals state hospitals and private hospitals and although here the intention is to vaccinate as many people as a team 
With a vaccination shortage at hand and less than a week to go before the rollout of phase 3, the question is, how will the distribution of doses work seamlessly between states and private hospitals? Is it not possible that certain states and hospitals may try to acquire more doses from the 50% of supply available in the open market? Moreover, with the inequity in pricing, is it not possible that private players may get an upper hand in the open market while some don't get a timely vaccination? When it's in the interest of the society to vaccinate as many people as possible, is this a good strategy to decentralize the vaccination process or does it stand to potentially risk the immunization process? Mr. Praveen Chakravarti argues that vaccinating the population right now is for public good. Hence, the vaccines too should be priced as a public good, unlike, say, a flight ticket, where different passengers pay different amounts for similar seats. Yeah. See, first and foremost we must understand why there should be a certain price and how that pricing should be arrived at hmm. for any good or service or asset. Hmm. Let, us, let us now be clear that COVID is uh, what in econ- um, economists may call a hmm. tragedy of the common, hmm. which means it is a social problem. Hmm. So it is in the interest of society and as a country, that we get as many people vaccinated mm. in the shortest possible time. Correct. So, it is not, which means COVID vaccines are not a private good. It's mm. a public good. Right. Because it is in the interest of society. Mm. Which means it must be priced like a public good. Mm. It cannot be priced like a private good. Mm. What does that mean? If, say for example, education is a public good, Hmm. You cannot have uh, different uh, school fees hmm. for saying, oh, for some people, for the same class to hmm. study in the same school with hmm. the same teacher, hmm. some people will pay 200 rupees, hmm. some people will pay 150 rupees, hmm. for some people it will be free. Hmm. And these are all students sitting next to each other. Hmm. But in an airline, hmm. you can have that. Why? Because, and that's what, that's what happens. People may be sitting in the same row, right. in the same flat, right. but they would have all paid different prices. Hmm. Because airline tickets is a private good, hmm. but education is a public good. Got it. So, which the same thing, in the same principle, COVID vaccines are a public good. Hmm. It makes absolutely no sense, no sense at all, hmm. to have differential pricing hmm. for a public good then it is in the interest of the nation to get as many people vaccinated as possible. Now, public health care is technically the state government's responsibility in the federal structure. But several states ruled by opposition parties, such as Kerala, Rajasthan, West Bengal and others, are asking why is it that states are having to acquire the same dose at a higher price when the state finances are already strained? Why put the burden of buying vaccine shots on the states when the pandemic and lockdown have already affected the state's earnings? Some of these states are also trying to raise these concerns with the centre currently. But Ms. Anjula Tanej also believes that vaccination in this pandemic is also a national concern. And in that, the centre has shirked half of the responsibility by putting it on the state. Uh, sure, one can make a claim to the fact that it is a health, uh, that health is a state subject. But fundamentally, it's the responsibility of the nation as a whole to ensure everyone gets vaccinated. And uh, passing on the responsibility of ensuring universal immunization is not fair, uh, especially when it comes at a higher cost. 
so therefore uh, because states are already pressed with in terms of resources and again even at the cheaper uh, rate of the vaccine procurement it's ensuring universal vaccination probably in will uh, by some estimate amount to 26% of the total health spending of the states that it had budgeted for uh, 2021 so therefore uh, states can't afford it states should not be forced to choose between vaccination oxygen public health infrastructure strengthening reviving the economy and the other basics all this in a context where uh, it's not like uh, the based again on based on statements from the serum institute uh, they were already making profits even at the highly more highly subsidized rate uh, and by all estimates uh there is, there is uh, there has their profits have already been made and let's not forget astrazeneca which is contractually bound to be delivered at a not for profit rate so therefore it's also a contractual violation by prime facing So, what would make for an effective plan? What should be the ideal cost of vaccine? Mr. Chakravarti says that there should be a principle of universality in this health crisis, and that the price should be zero for all citizens, no matter what cost it is acquired at. Ideally, ideally, there should just be one price, hmm. and that price should have been zero hmm. for everybody. Hmm. This is not the time. to distinguish between rich and poor hmm. this is not the time to distinguish between urban and rural hmm. this is the time to get as many people vaccinated in the least amount of time and that is possible only if you make it very simple hmm. which is everybody has the same price hmm. just go procure hmm. and that price could be zero this does not mean that the private vaccine manufacturers have to sell it at zero hmm. all i am saying is that the government of india hmm. should have entered into a purchase contract with the vaccine manufacturer hmm. transparently hmm. and they should have bought the vaccine at whatever price hmm. they may you know that that makes sense hmm. and then the government of india offers it for free hmm. to the citizens of india hmm. through the states hmm. where the states implement and vaccinate all indians hmm. for free this is how this should have been done i think as a country we should only be focused on one number we should stop focusing on all these number of cases and hospitalizations and tests and all that hmm. they're all in some sense kind of meaningless at this point hmm. only one number what is the percentage of indians that have been vaccinated hmm. every single day hmm. the only number we should focus on hmm. and if our goal is that hmm. why are you confusing state by saying go borrow money find resources hmm. go then enter into some uh, discussion and negotiation with the manufacturer mm. get your own price do we have time for all that is it an efficient way to do it absolutely not miss mm. tanija also offers a similar view she says that an effective vaccine strategy is one where vaccinations are for free and one that doesn't disincentivize millions of poor people in the country from getting vaccinated fundamentally uh, the most successful vaccination programs are the ones where vaccination is provided free of cost so therefore uh, one major drawback of this decision 
is we are effectively walking back from a co commitment to free COVID vaccines for all. The consequence of it is, uh, is equity. For the bottom 20% of the households, this is even this cheaper rate in the public system is 43% of the family income. Purchase at a true cost, divide, distributed free to all. Uh, continue prioritizing those who are in most need, uh, which uh, there's a clear risk of the fact that one has opened up vaccination to all directly uh, instead of following. It should have followed the old route of gradually increasing ages and based on vulnerability. It should uh, at le very least de release a detailed and transparent vaccine policy uh, drips of, of information coming in from vaccine suppliers, followed by clarification, tweet uh, clarifications from the ministry is uh, not adequate. We need more information. And ultimately, procurement has to happen by the central government because of the sheer fact that it offers economies of scale, which by definition, basic economics suggests should make things cheaper. In the long run, uh, use public vaccine manufacturing capacities. There's no reason why one or two manufacturers be allowed to be the only ones to prepare the vaccine, to, to manufacture the vaccine in the long run and uh, strengthen the public health system because uh, we are all seeing that uh, vaccine is not the only thing that's running short. We're also seeing shortages of oxygen and B6. And uh, yes, one appreciates the government may or may not have capacity to do some of this because the Indian government is right in having raised issues of the need for a temporary relaxation of intellectual property rights uh, to enable vaccine manufacturing to happen domestically. So in this respect, it's essential to support our government in this and also uh, fight back against vaccine nationalism by rich countries that have been holding the vaccine. Probably India needs them more right now. If you like listening to this episode, please subscribe to the Big Story playlist for episodic updates. We'll have on Apple, Google Podcast, Spotify, GeoSavan and most of the other popular podcast streaming platforms. For other podcasts, please log on to the Quinn website and check out the podcast section. For any feedback, shoot an email to podcasts at thequinn.com. Thanks for listening. Log on to the Quinn's website and check out our other podcasts. 